You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. What's going on, Eagles Nation? Welcome to the latest Birds Banter podcast, presented to you by PHL Sports Nation and sponsored by the Black Ducks. My name is Matt Loopy, and I'm joined by Logan Banker, and we are members of PHL Eagles Nation, enhancing your Eagles fan experience and keeping you up to date on all things Eagles. The Eagles have recently brought back cornerback Ronald Darby, creating a really deep cornerback group on the Eagles roster, which for the first time in a few years, the Eagles might have a strength in the secondary. Logan, what do you think? Uh, I definitely love keeping Ronald Darby. Uh, he really does bring the uh, number one corner kind of status that they need. Obviously, Avanti Maddox is somebody that they love. Um, Russell Douglas, guys like that, stepped up in the playoffs. But uh, Ronald Darby really has the uh, talent to keep up with opposing number one wide receivers. So keeping him at that price, um, which I think was around $6.5 million guaranteed, was a great deal. And um, it's just great that they're able to bring it back considering other teams had interest. Yeah, and one thing to add for that, um, his contract is at six and a half million, but it can go up to eight and a half, which I think he deserves <clears throat> because it's all incentive based, like based on if he gets injured or if he can produce a lot. So he is a solid cornerback in this league. He's shown a lot of promise, but the injuries have really been holding him back, like um dislocated his foot or ankle in um the twenty 17 season 2018 season he tore his acl so if he can stay healthy he can make more money and um i'd love to see him with the eagles long term but as we're gonna talk about they have a lot of options going forward and um we're just excited to have darby for one more year and see what he can do yeah definitely and um uh him joining the group with um russell douglas jalen mills um Craven LeBlanc, Sidney Jones. Uh, I'm not, I don't think I'm missing anybody. But, um, Avante Maddox. Avante Maddox, yeah. So it's definitely, like you said, a very clogged um, cornerback room and uh, kind of leaves a question of who should start for that next season. This is a, definitely a tough question, and I'm um, definitely looking forward to see how this plays out during the offseason. It's kind of hard to predict now just because there's a lot to look at. But um, So obviously Ronald Darby will be starting outside. I think we both agree on that. Not the other outside spot, it's probably going to end up being a battle between Rasul Douglas and Avante Maddox, and that's going to be a great battle. Um, if I had to guess, though, uh, between those two who would start, I'd probably lean to Rasul Douglas. Um, Maddox uh, is a great player. He had a great rookie season, but just the way he ended uh, last season in the playoffs, it wasn't really the best performance by him. We saw him get burned a few times in the divisional game against the Saints, and um, I think the Eagles would prefer to be able to move him around as much as possible instead of uh, just throwing him on the outside and letting him stick there. And then the slide, I think it's um, pretty much Craven LeBlanc's job to lose. Uh, Sidney Jones did a great job uh, last season in slide when he was healthy, but LeBlanc was arguably the Eagles' best corner during the playoffs, and if he keeps that up, it's a no-brainer to have him start. Yeah, definitely. I think um, one important thing going into the offseason is that there's a lot of competition to um, play with in the cornerback group. Like um, Ronald Darby explained that he's really happy to be back, but also that they have six starting caliber players that have started in the 2018 season. 
and competition is going to breed better players. They're going to look at them and be like, I might be number one, but number six can start over me. They're going to um, fight to get at the top of that group and um, really play for their starting position. And uh, it's just crazy that last year it was Mills starting on the outside and Sidney Jones starting on the inside. And now it could all be flipped. They might be coming off the bench. And I think the head coaching staff and the front office really needs to see eye to eye on who they want, because as we know, Jim Schwartz loves Mills Um, front office might not like Mills as much. They really need to see what's best for the team in the interest of Schwartz's defense and uh, covering top receivers in the league. Yeah. And I think also uh, just having this many uh, cornerbacks that, the battle that is going to take place both uh, during the offseason and training camp and also during the season will decide who's going to be uh, the starting corners for years to come. I think, uh, obviously, uh, Ronald Darby's on the one-year deal. Craven LeBlanc's uh, is entering his last year of his contract. I believe um, Jalen Mills and Russell Douglas also are entering their last year. So there's there could be a lot of moving parts, but the Eagles will kind of be able to handpick who they want to keep and who they don't want to keep. So just having all this um, – all this different talent, the uh, secondary just is going to be very good, and uh, it'll really let them see who's best for them because we've kind of seen some of the inconsistencies some of the corners have, but uh, having them all together and competing against each other, not only against other teams, but against each other will really bring out the best and everyone really um, just really let the organization see who's the player for them and who's not the player for them. Yeah, for sure. As we mentioned, there are six um, players that could be starting on the Eagles roster, starting caliber players that are currently rostered. Um, and we're going to get to maybe one or two players that might be traded before the start of the 2019 season after this ad. So because the Eagles are so deep of the cornerback position, uh, Logan and I both agree that a player or two might be on the trade block just to get rid of a cornerback because they have so many and possibly get a draft pick or another player back in return. And these players are Jalen Mills, former seventh-round pick, and Rasul Douglas, former third-round pick. Um, as you know, Mills has been in the league for longer, and he's he's got his strength and strengths and weaknesses. He's really strong in the red zone, um, press coverage. As you know, he made that strong play on Julio Jones in the 2018 playoff round. But also... He does get burnt by the double move a lot, which is an issue. Can't really trust him out on an island on his own. Rasul Douglas hasn't really seen the field a lot. He did in the 2018 season just because of injuries. But before injuries, he was playing like one snap per game. So I think it would be easy for the Eagles to move on from one or two of these guys. And I would think the most possible um, way to get rid of them is maybe if they're in the fourth or fifth round and they see somebody that they want to move up for and they're going to move Mills or Douglas in a deal to move up in the draft. Yeah, um, it's kind of tough who I personally would prefer for them to trade between Rasul Douglas and Jalen Mills because Jalen Mills is, I think he ranked as the number one corner in um, when it came to the red zone, which is obviously a great thing to have because the Eagles kind of do play that bend-don't-break uh, bend, defense. Uh, but Rasul Douglas, what we saw from him last year, just his development was great. So I'm not sure who would have more trade value, but also – who I'd rather lose because, like I just said, Russell Douglas definitely in the, uh, and he could he definitely could start on the outside next season. So it would kind of suck having to lose him. And then I mean you can't really complain about being stuck with Vontae Maddox, but uh, having that competition is great. And um, we've seen a lot of people wonder if the Eagles we we still actually see the Eagles getting mocked uh, taking a corner in the first round. And 
the only way that happens is if they do make a trade. Um, I still don't think they would draft a corner in the first round, but if they were to trade either um, Rasul Douglas or Jalen Mills, we could see them draft the corner later on in the uh, draft. Yeah, um, I've been seeing a lot of mock drafts. The Eagles taking a corner, and I think a lot of analysts do that just because they see that the Eagles cornerbacks haven't been productive in the past years. So year after year, they're just saying, oh, best corner, go to the Eagles, um, which is kind of unrealistic especially this year because they do have a lot of depth, but I can understand their passing yards for defense probably wasn't that great last year, which is why a lot of people are putting cornerbacks um, to them round one, but I wouldn't rule out a first round cornerback in the NFL draft this year because um, the draft is, has solid corners. They might possibly have Williams from greedy Williams from LSU fall to them. Baker from Georgia Murphy from Washington um, there's a lot of options. If they're on the board, it'd be hard to walk away from them because if you look at the Eagles group of corners, there's not a really lockdown corner that you can right away say, okay, he's automatically starting. The closest to that will be Ronald Darby, but he's obviously coming off of a torn ACL. And it would be good to have somebody on the roster that you can really say, I trust him on an island and he's going to be my week one starter. Um, but also you want to have that competition to bring in so I think if the Eagles do move on from a cornerback like Jalen Mills or Rasul Douglas, then they might draft one. Realistically, it'll probably be in the later rounds, just to develop someone younger. But round one will have a lot of options, and you can never rule it out. Yeah, I think the only corner I'd probably take in the first round is Greedy Williams if he were to fall, because first, I just think he's the only one that really does have that uh, lockdown corner ability. Byron Murphy is kind of more of a slot corner, and then DeAndre Baker, He's a, he's a very sound cornerback and um, definitely would be a starting cover corner for the Eagles, but he wouldn't be that guy where he could throw him on, on a Julio Jones or throw him on an Odell Beckham Jr. and not have to worry about double teaming them or worry about them going for 150 yards, 200 yards uh, every game against you. So unless if Greedy Williams falls, I don't think they would take a, um, a corner in the first round. But like I said, if they move someone, then they could take one later on. Yeah, and if they do want to take someone early, but maybe not in the first round. I've seen Temple cornerback Rocky Sin go round one, round two in mock drafts. It just kind of depends how the cornerbacks ahead of him pan out when they're going to go. But um, I was, as you know, like he's from the Philly area going to Temple. So that'd be cool to have him stay in Philly. Um, he looked very good at his pro day. He's his great mobility um, and his coverage and he's quick. So that could be an option possibly in round two. I think there are better options than round one. And if cornerbacks are flying off the board that he's the best option in round one, then I'd turn away from it and go to another need. Yeah, definitely. It seems like the Eagles really love him too. Just from what I saw with at his pro day yesterday, it seemed like they were all over him between um, just his speed and his coverage ability. So he's definitely a guy on their radar, but I definitely agree. I wouldn't take him in the first round, but second round, he's definitely worth a look. Um, there's also other needs that they need to look at, but if they could get him, he definitely would be a nice fit. Yeah, for sure. So the quarterback is obviously a strength on the roster now. There's a lot of ways to develop it, maybe trim it down a little bit, but the safety is another positional need that could be addressed later in the future, but kind of got a little bit of a head start on that with Andrew Sandejo signed a one-year deal. The details are <clears throat> not out yet, but it should be a smaller deal. I think he made just over $3 million last year with the Vikings, so it could be a little bit similar to that. But between 2011 and 2018, for eight years, he had 56 starts out of 93 total games, 
355 tackles, 17 pass defense, uh, six interceptions, one forced fumble, and one sack. He's never really like been a full-on starter for the Vikings, but he's a great third safety to have. He's a hard-hitting safety. You can plug him in on special teams when need be, and I'm really excited to have Sundejo on the Eagles. Yeah, definitely. He's, he was a great pick of that signing came out of nowhere, but I loved it. Um, and they, the Eagles definitely do have their trio of safeties for next season with Malcolm Jenkins, McLeod, and Officer Sandejo. And they they use three safety sets a lot, but uh, that does, doesn't necessarily mean that uh, that's not going to be a need in the future. Um, McLeod and Sandejo are uh, pretty much on one-year deals, even though they could be extended. And Malcolm Jenkins, too. He's aging and his contract expires in 2020, so his time won't last much longer. And um, the Sandejo signing, if anything, it kind of uh, just puts off drafting a safety uh, higher on in the draft, like maybe in round one or round two off for another year. And um, obviously, you know this, I was doing my mock draft, and right after I put the Eagles draft in the safety in round two, they, I, the announcement of them signing Sandejo came out. I was like, wow, so that's mm-hmm. definitely not going to happen. So I definitely don't see them taking safety round one or round two this year. Uh, but that's definitely something that they'll have to look forward to for next season. Obviously, right now, it's not the most glaring issue for them, not something that they really have to worry about. But while the Eagles do have a great trio of safeties, they will have to address this next this time around next year as well. Yeah, I think one thing to point out is the Eagles are kind of setting themselves up to take best player available in the first round. As we mentioned, we there's like five positions that we have um, would like to see the Eagles take in the first round. But a lot of those positions were addressed already in free agency. Like wide receiver was a huge need, but they kind of held that off with Deshaun Jackson. Safety was a huge need, kind of held that off with Sendejo. Cornerback with Darby. Um I might know defensive line with Malik Jackson and Brandon Graham, how he's kind of holding off all these needs just so there's not one clear cut need other than running back is the only big one in my head um, going into the draft. So if there is somebody that they really like and it's just best player available, no matter what the position, then they have the flexibility to do that. They're not kind of restricted to one position. So I really like that mindset. If they got a safety that they want, um, in round one, then they can take them and not really put a hurt on any other needs on the roster. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing I kind of want to point out, this is kind of similar to how like safety isn't a major issue right now, but I'm kind of surprised at how he's setting it up like this where they have a lot of open cap now, but going into next season or after next season, they'll have a few needs concerning that Carson Wentz is going to be set to get a, what we assume a monster extension. So it's kind of interesting seeing how, how he's playing his cards. I'm not going to doubt him or, that he has a plan or anything, but it's just kind of surprising seeing how it's playing out. Uh, I think we can agree that Carson Wentz won't be getting an extension. This is a completely different topic, but just with the safety position, the other positions we've seen addressed, it's, it's surprising seeing how they're uh, moving with this. Yeah, I think ever since the 20, start of the 2017 season, we've seen how we kind of <clears throat> stay away from long-term deals other than their core players like a Fletcher Cox or a Jason Kelsey, some that they want for the long-term. Um, and anybody outside of that core group of maybe a few offensive linemen, defensive linemen, Alshon Jeffrey, Zach Ertz, guys that are they want to contribute for year after year and lock them down are kind of one to two year players. And that's kind of the name of the game when you're creating a dynasty and forming a team around a quarterback that's going to require probably 30 million a year coming up next offseason or maybe even the winter of the 2019 season. Um, you just kind of have to plug in where you can and. Just keep the pieces coming in so that you can win now because uh, 
we see in the league, there's a lot of teams with good quarterbacks, but they just don't have the pieces around them. And if this is the way how he's going to handle it, then that's fine. Um, but it's a good way to handle the cap space, just kind of keep, keeping it year by year and addressing it when the time comes. Yeah, and I don't think the Eagles will ever really have an issue of getting players to come in and play for a season and then move on when you have Carson Wentz. And like we saw with Malik Jackson saying, Fletcher Cox on the defense with both of those guys here, you're not going to have an issue having to heavily recruit somebody to play for you. Players are going to want to come and play for you, so that's never going to be an issue. For sure. Yeah, so we really like how the Eagles are setting themselves up on the defense for next season with possibly Darby, Maddox, Douglas uh, starting for the cornerbacks. We got Jenkins and McLeod coming back for the safeties with Sendejo coming behind them, but these can be strengthened through the draft. Maybe another free agency signing for the cornerbacks, but we're we're really excited to see that the defense is f- coming into its final form. Um, it's been a long time coming since the Eagles have had a solid defense, especially a secondary, because we've struggled with say Namdi Asamoa, Dominic Rogers, Kamardi, Bradley Fletcher, <clears throat> all those players that we've seen get burnt year after year, and it's it's really relieving to see that they have six great players coming into the 2019 season. Thank you all for tuning in. If you have any thoughts on our discussion today, uh, let us know who you think will start for the Eagles in 2019 season. Send us a tweet at Birds Banter on Twitter. Check out our latest articles on phlsportsnation.com. Logan has a seven-round mock draft for the Eagles. And mine is a look how the Eagles can use this offseason to create a dynasty. Be sure to subscribe on all platforms and tune in next time for more Birds Banter. Go Birds!